Good evening, good evening, good evening. Sideline Junkies right back at you. Post-game recap. BKG rocking and rolling right now with Junie. My What's man. Not, not much. Delonte just joined us. What's, what's going on? What's good, brothers? Well, it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy day yeah, on man. so many levels. Uh, you know what? We're gonna switch it up. Let's 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 go ahead and start with the one o'clock games. Um, Carolina and uh, Atlanta was a shocker to me. I'm not even gonna lie to you about that. I didn't expect Atlanta to pull this game out. So, what y'all what y'all got from what y'all take away from that Carolina Atlanta game? I I had a feeling that um, Matt Ryan and company they was going to respond, and they did just that. Cam brought the pain, but you know Atlanta man they prevailed at the end. So I, I, I saw it coming. June eight. First of all, who picked that game? Who picked that right? I did. Uh, BJ, Delonte, and yourself. That's what I thought. Now, I can't. I, I can't even lie, man. That was a really good game. Um, hey, I, I almost thought my prediction was wrong. That that was a good ball game, man. I didn't. I didn't appreciate the good hit. I mean, the hit they put on Cam. That was really dirty. I'm glad he was ejected. But hey, that was a really good game. Stat-wise, for Cam Newton, 32 of 45, 335, and three touchdowns. Matt Ryan on the other side, 23 of 28, 272 yards, and two touchdowns. But he got no, Cam got no rushing production from Christian McCaffrey, 8 for 37. Cam himself was 5 for 42. That's a problem. But Christian McCaffrey led everybody in receiving. 14 catches, 102 yards. I mean, that says a lot about your running back, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. A, a lack right. of consistency. Yeah, on the, on the outside. And I'll get into that later, but that's something that yes. we're dealing with here locally. But I'll get into that later. Uh, What we got? Um, Minnesota and Green Bay. <laughs> Once again, week two, we got another tie. How is that possible? This this game should have been wrapped up immediately by Green Bay. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, especially after Kirk Cousins throws a pick late in the game. I'll tell you what, but he 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 redeemed himself with that uh with that drive at the end of regulation. So this is definitely a different Kirk Cousins of Minnesota. I I wasn't I wasn't thinking that, you know, I'm not saying that Kirk was going to really just, like, play really, really bad, but I thought he was going to have a little trouble. But <laughs> for them to score 22 points, 22 points in the fourth quarter, that says something right there. And Kirk was 35 of 48, 425. And four touchdowns. But who's doubting that? Who's doubting that Kirk Cousins is near the the elite and quarterbacks? Who's doubting that besides bitter Redskins fans? Oh Lord, he's scared. Well, hold on, wait, wait, he's scared. Hold on, where did he come from? I'm yeah, just saying. I, 
I was about to ask too. Like, look, he didn't even walk in the door. He kind of like just you know came out the ceiling tile with that one. I, I'm just saying, man. I expect that from Kirk Cousins. It's a lot of pressure on him with that guaranteed contract. He has a lot of weapons. I think, and you know, I don't think. I mean, he had a rivalry like that, which wasn't kind of the same rivalry with with the Skins and Dallas. This is a whole nother rivalry. A whole nother vibe, whole nother feeling. So he, that's his first time experiencing that in Green Bay. So I think he did pretty well, and I, and a lot of blame goes on the, on some kickers today because game should have been over. The Browns should have won their game. Uh, Minnesota should have won their game. Uh, the Patriots start off. I, I can't even pronounce his name, but uh, he started off missing a kick. So. Tough day in the NFL for kickers. But you know something, BJ? I got to disagree with you. Kirk Cousins did not play well today. He did not. He played freaking amazing. 35 of 48, 425, and four touchdowns. That is, that's gaudy numbers. That's Drew Brees like. Like, that, that, that says a lot. And then you put up 22 points as an offense in the fourth quarter. That says a lot. Hey, man. I. You're right. You're, you're definitely right. He, he he definitely played up to Aaron Rodgers' level today. And Aaron Rodgers came in, did his thing. He looked some over the knee. Look, probably he was a little sore, but he looked fine. Uh, he took a couple of hits, a couple of sacks. But that was a great – I know it ended in a tie, but that was a great game. Hey, man, you know what, man? It seemed like when he signed that contract in Minnesota, they told mm-hmm. him, Kirk, you go out there and play your game. Just play your game. Because Feel the elephant in the room is gone. It's like he doing something he that he didn't He don't have to worry about money. He don't Washington, have to worry about man. long-term deals. He, is he got good. it. Man, so all he got to do is focus ball, on football. Man. So everything's there. Congratulations, Kirk. Right. Yeah, that's right. They told him, Kirk, this is your team. Late, you play ball. Y'all, Call y'all some shots. And he's already. doing it. Squeaking not out. yet. Nah, not, not yet. yet. But okay. uh, it, it's, it's brewing. It's on the stove. It's brewing. <laughs> it got, it's that pot in the back of the stove. Got the, the couple of bubbles popping up. We wait for it to come to a full boil. Yeah, because mm. I, I got a lot to say about that. Well, uh, let's jump in. I, I don't mean to be selfish, but I want to talk about the only team in history to make a player retire at halftime. Oh man! What I want I want to talk about that. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's ways you do things, and ways you you handle certain things. I I, I think he should at least play. Vonte Davis is who we're talking about. I think he should have played to at least the end of the game. Um, but I can understand how frustrating it is to have be on a team that has absolutely no chance to win a game. It has to be frustrating because you're talking about where where's Vontae Davis played with the Colts, right? Where else, right. Where else has he Where else has he played at? He hasn't uh, played on a team that has been. Uh, I'm sorry, I had, uh, to sne- had to sneeze real quick, but he hasn't played on no uh, Sweller Sweller Dweller has he? Well, he played. But when he played with the Colts, they weren't that great. Colts 2012 to 2017, but he endured some. They they never been as bad as the Bills. Well, that's never, true. Never, and he he was the he was. I think it looked like he spent two seasons with the Dolphins from 09 to 11. 
They and he released a statement too. He released a statement too. They've never been as bad as the Buffalo Bills as a football team are right now. And Josh Allen gave you a little bit of hope. He moved the ball way better than Nathan Peterman ever will in his life. Um, Shady went down late in the game. Uh, looked like he was holding his rib cage. Um, one of the Buffalo Bills offensive linemen tripped back and fell fell on top of him. Um, so waiting to hear from that to see if it's serious or not. But man, that's that. Josh Allen gives you a little bit of hope, but that's a bad team. That's a bad football team to make the wild card last year and had to have had a chance to move on to the divisional and they could have beat Jacksonville to where we are now is amazing. But look at the fire away. Hey, BJ, I got a question for you. Hey, I got a quick question. Last year, uh, they took Tyrod Taylor out and they put it a quarterback sure in. Was that Nathan Peterman got sure in the was. game and threw like five interceptions? So how in the how do they think you're gonna do that this year? We're losing you, Junior. If you can still hear us, we're losing you. But I, hey, Junior, I understand exactly what you say. I don't. He looked a little bit better in the preseason, but at the same time, it was still Nathan Peterman, and he came out and proved that he doesn't he doesn't belong in the league, league at all. He came out and proved that, and I, if he gets another chance. And I know he will because Terrell Pryor got another chance. And I watched Terrell Pryor give up on a ball in the end zone and got Sam Donald picked off. Like that dude, he just oh, oh. no wait, wait, effort wait. whatsoever. But Terrell Pryor as a quarterback was efficient and he could have been better, but they chose to move him to receiver. Absolutely. He's better as a quarterback. He's Absolutely. way better as a quarterback. Absolutely. But that goes back to many episodes ago where we talked about how uh, – People of color that play quarterback, the systems aren't aren't dialed to them. It's we, we're going to run this. We're going to run this system that none of your strengths are going to be shown, and you're going to have to deal with it. Instead of tailoring the offense, like I, I keep, I think the best the best uh, example of that is Mike and Kyle Shanahan, what they did for RG three his rookie season. Build them up. You get his confidence up. You get him to learn certain things, and then you add stuff as you go. Just like with Cam Newton and, and Carolina. They have certain plays just for Cam, passing and running. They have plays for Cam that set up the pass where he rolls out or he does this. And then, of course, it's, it's Cam freelancing. So that's a whole different thing right there. But I think, you know, when he was in Oakland, they didn't do anything to 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 to, to – tailor their offense to him. Nothing. They didn't do anything. Hmm. So, it is what it is, but effort is still effort. So, he, he didn't give any effort on that pass. Sam Donald got picked off in the end zone. It's just like, oh, it's going to get picked off. Let me stop running. Yeah, pretty much. What are we moving on to now? Is KG, you still on here? Yeah, I'm still here, brother. Okay, I keep hearing people. You know, I still can't see who's on you. I keep hearing people drop off. Uh, Junie stepped out. Okay, okay. But um, where are we going to uh, next? Let's go to Ryan Houston and Tennessee. Ryan Fitzpatrick up here looking like Conor McGregor. He got some nerve. Man. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Houston and Tennessee. Man, I, we all 
Yeah, you, you actually did. Once again, another week, you, you kicking our behinds. But Houston, I like – what is going on? They should be 2-0. I'm going to keep it a buck. They should be 2-0. My man Deshaun Watson ain't looking good. I, I'm 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 just totally disappointed. I'll tell you what's going on. Maybe maybe somebody'll listen to me. Maybe I get a call from one of these NFL GM. Like, man, we like we like how you thinking. Come on in. Preseason. Preseason, preseason, preseason. What you call them is gonna start rolling. They, they, they look way better than they did. Uh, we're talking about the Texans. They look way better than they did last week against the Patriots. You can see uh, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins hit the hooking up twice. But they have, they, 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 it's like, this is, it's like they didn't get the preseason reps. So now it's like we're trying to fill each other out. Deshaun Watson got hurt. So he missed what? What did he miss? Uh, 11 games, 10 games last year? Yeah. It was about that much. Because he was on pace to get a rookie of the year last year. He was. He was. And I think that with with them coming in and not having that continuity and not, not getting the reps, you're going to see them. I think next week they're going to get even better. Then by the fourth game, they're going to be really rolling. That offense is going to be rolling. It just it looks like just like the Pittsburgh game. And I told Jimmy this. I said, if you got Big Ben some glasses, he'd probably be spot on. Yeah. Overthrew and underthrew people all game. And now is that is that just getting the timing and the rhythm back? I think it is for Big Ben. These guys don't play a lot in the preseason. When I grew up watching NFL football, most of the teams, when you got closer to the third and fourth game, the starters played at least a half. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. At least I have. And, but, and, and when I went to the Redskins preseason game, I keep I keep I keep hitting this hitting this into the to the in the ground. When I went to the Redskins preseason game last year against the Bills, Kirk Cousin and the boys were in there into like the third in the third quarter. So But you gotta look at it like this. When it comes to Big Ben, Big Ben started off slow last year. And he was talking about retirement and this, that, and the other. And he was like, I don't think I have the same passion anymore. Then he goes out against New England and throws for 500 yards. And then all of a sudden that passion was renewed. And he went and had himself a season. So, I, I, yeah. He's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Hall of Fame bum, put it that way. Hope like 18th ballot. <laughs> nah, he'll, he'll be first ballot Hall of Fame, no doubt. Oh, Jim, speaking of Jim, Jim, I know how you feel about Big Ben, but do you are you going to put any responsibility on that Pittsburgh defense for getting carved up? Oh yeah, most definitely. It it, <laughs> it all falls on them. They gave up six touchdowns. That, that is horrible. Kelsey killed them on the scene, from what I saw. Absolutely, and it seemed like that's where they got killed. That is in the scene. <clears throat> and that's where the X factor comes in. Ryan Shazier. They missed him. Boston cannot cover Kelsey on the uh on the scene. It's even Shazier, but Shazier has such speed that he probably could have made up ground and been a better defender. Yeah, that's that's gonna be hard to replace. You don't, you know, that's definitely an elite talent. So 
Mm. Well, let's jump into Jets Miami divisional game there. Um, I I, I picked Miami in this one. I just knew Miami was gonna walk away with this. You know what? I wanted to lean towards Miami, but I thought after you know the, what the Jets did with you know playing good defense, Sam Donald managing the game, I, I gave it to them. And plus, you didn't really get to see a, a full game from Miami. That was the problem too with that seven-hour delay. So maybe I was thinking they would be a little bit tired from that. But Miami came out looked decent, man. They really, they really looked good. Handled their business. Tannehill looks good. So. But me and Jimmy said the same thing. Lightning in the bottle for for the Jets. That's just, that's all it was. It was lightning in the bottle. Now, don't get me wrong. Sam Donald didn't have a bad game. 25-41, and a touchdown. Not a bad game whatsoever. But last week was lightning in the bottle. And Terrell Pryor didn't really have a really bad game. Four catches, 84 yards. But he got to be a little bit better than that. You know what, man? I, and I hate to, I hate to be jumping on people, but the the way Terrell Pryor's built, he better have four catches for eighty four yards. Better. You know better. what? What is he? Six foot four and like two hundred some pounds. Yeah. He should trip. He should trip over five or six passes a game. That's like we say in the NBA when somebody's six ten, six eleven, seven foot, and oh, I'm sorry. Let's just name a name: Tristan Thompson. Like when you can't when you're that tall and you you can't just barely get ten points and ten rebounds a game. Something's wrong. That's See, effort. That's that's like my man Doc Walker say on TNI. That's manhood issue. Yeah. But but see the best part about that right there. I everybody, our kids can out rebound Tristan Thompson. That's how that's how sorry he is. <laughs> we got young kids and they can out rebound him. My 14-year-old will box him out. So, uh, Tristan Thompson is a non-factor, always. Let's talk about uh, another non-factor that's about to come on TV right now. I wish my man, <laughs> I wish my man Allen was here because he's a <laughs> diehard Cowboys fan. But he's out enjoying his wedding anniversary, so big ups to him. Let's talk about Dak Prescott. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Exactly. Who? You like Dak? Who? Mr. Dak Prescott. Let's talk about Dak Prescott and the, the Cowboys and the Giants about to come up now before we touch in some more of them games. I'll come, I'm watching the Sunday night preview, the, the pregame show. So You know what? He, he is no longer Dak Prescott anymore. His name is Rain. Rain Dakota. You got to call him by his government name from now on. You're going to have to call him something because I just call him inefficient. And <laughs> But, you know, like it to, to, to be on his side a little bit, I don't know how they expect to get rid of Des Bryant, lose Jason Witten, and Dak still shine. I don't, I don't understand how in the world they expect that. They, they're going to have to feed Ezekiel Elliott 40 times a game. Just give it to Zeke. And get out the way. But defenses, they starting to kind of like pick up on his scheme. So, mm-hmm. 
You, you know, you know what it is. It's the same thing, and everybody says that. Oh, you. Oh, that's all you ever talk about is RG three. Nobody could stop the read off in 2012 when it was RG3, when it was Colin Kaepernick, when they were just running it and they were running over everybody because there was no tape on it. Once you get tape on somebody, Jimmy G, any one of these quarterbacks that come out hot, once you get tape on them, it's over because you got somebody that's sitting down watching and picking it apart every game. I picked it apart uh, the the year that they lost to – Green Bay, the year they went 13-3 and and lost to Green Bay. I picked it apart before the Green Bay game, and I figured out what they do. They give him a little alley so he can run if he needs to, but he still has enough time to, you know, do his thing and pick everybody apart because it's such a great offensive line. You cut that alley down, not even with a spy, but you make it so he don't have anywhere to run. You neutralize him to the point that he is inefficient like he is now. Everybody knows what he's doing. And I agree with you 100% too. But if the defense don't don't respect the receivers, it's it's going to be a field day. I, I mean, if I don't respect your receiver, I'm blitzing. I'm playing man to man because I know your receivers can't beat me over the top. So that even that's not even a threat. Exactly. You only got to worry about Cole Beasley on third down, and you don't care about turning away. You just let him out free, and maybe he'll catch the ball. Maybe he won't. I, you know. And in a way, I think Cole Beasley is not – I'm not saying he's not respectable, but when he's not in that slot like he normally is, he's not going to do anything on the outside. He's You jam him, you're going to hold him up right there. But in a slot, you know, he's on a nickel a nickel corner, and he's going to burn them or a linebacker. He's going to burn them. Yep. Right, so, I, to be honest, I, I, if Cole Beasley's on the outside, I'm not going to respect him. I'm sorry. KG, what, so, they what, need to run three wide receivers every game, the whole man. game. Yeah. Whatever. Hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's still. Yeah, it is. I, I think it is. I think Dallas is in for a long season. Um, like I said, you know, missing the pieces they are. KG, what what uh game we got to go over next? Uh, let's come home. Let's go to uh Washington, Indianapolis. Oh, my boys came out flat, and. I said it a little while ago, you know, I would get into it. We have a problem. We're not getting the ball to the outside. No no receivers. Like Chris Thompson led the, uh, the team in receiving. That's a running back. He's five foot eight. That's a problem. Paul Richardson was paid this money to come here and do something. In two games, he has showed me nothing. And this is coming from a fan. I'm not bashing the team, but I'm being real. I'm a realist. Hey, KG, let me ask you a question before you continue. How much preseason did Alex Smith play with Paul Richardson? Uh, not enough because it was uh, – I think they held him out of the first preseason game. They may have played the second together, maybe. But it was it's not enough. They have no chemistry, but he has more chemistry with Jamison Crowder. And if Dotson can catch the ball, he got <laughs> chemistry with him. <laughs> Good old Josh Doxon. Like, don't go with the stone hands. The thing is, I know Josh Doxon can catch. We we all know he can catch. We know he's big enough. He's agile. He's physical. He can catch. But it's like he got the drops. It's like you throw the ball to him, he go, whoopsie, and and that's it. It's frustrating. He got to get that straight. AP only touched the ball 11 times today, and he only had 20 yards. That is a problem. But but see that's that's you, he's not going to get those curries and when because I had him in a DraftKings lineup 
And when they went down 14 nothing, I already knew AP was going to get the carries now because they're going to be more in the throwing mode. So you got you kind of kind of got to give AP a break because he had a couple of really good runs, but they were so far behind and trying to catch up and 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 you know trying to um trying to you know spare their time, they had to put the ball in the air. Well, no, I'm not knocking him for it. I'm because he he did what he had to do. He did what he came to do. But it, the checkdowns, I, I I didn't like that. It's a lot of things I didn't like about this game. I didn't like the checkdown. I didn't like the, the non-existent pass rush. You got Deron Payne, Josh Allen, Matt Ionice. You got the showstopper, the icon, and Ryan Kerrigan, and nobody's getting to the goddamn quarterback. That pisses me off. I'm sorry. I, I'm, like, really, really frustrated, and I've been holding that in to tell y'all that. Whew. Hey, man. Hey man, you know, I everybody gets hype over one game and Sam Donald last week. Oh my god, he's the next coming of you know mm-hmm. the Redskins look really good. Now we're learning that the Arizona Cardinals are just a really bad team. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm serious. And then it's the same thing with Buffalo. You see a, a little improvement because now you have a semi-competent quarterback in there that's willing to throw the ball. But at the same time, you know that if you got a, a fantasy lineup and Buffalo or Arizona coming to town, you know the stack on that because you're going your, your quarterback gonna have over 300 yards rushing. I mean passing. You're gonna have a hundred yard rusher. I mean it's gonna be a field day. So next, the, the, now I'm telling you, you're gonna see the Buffalo Bills of the world, the Arizona Cardinals of the world. You're gonna see them start going to the cellar to get the wine, and then you're gonna start seeing the the cream of the crop, the I would say New England Patriots, but I have never seen the New England Patriots look the way they did today. Uh, baffled, confused, uh, not knowing what to do. They just got dominated today, and they tried to attempt to 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 come back, but the ah, got to give it to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I don't mean to switch the subject, but they no. absolutely dominated the Patriots. Well. Speaking of last year's Super Bowl contenders, Philadelphia, another oh, team that got dominated. Man. Oh, my Philly, goodness. Philly got smashed. Oh. Dare I say it. They tried to come back, and they, they ended up only beating them 27-21. But one of the first plays of the game, deep. I say this every week. You know Deshaun Watson's only call is a streak down the field deep. Jackson, Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson, Jackson. What did I say? Yeah, Who did I say? Deshaun, you, you got Deshaun Watson on the brain. I'm sorry, Deshaun Jackson. You know his only play is deep. And they, he, this man is still beating people. He has almost 10,000 yards for his career receiving too, by the way. Mm. He almost, he's almost there. I want to say he's in like 96 or 9,700, something like that, KG. So I'm working he, on it. Keep going. He he's 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 getting up there, but I just don't understand week after week. This man has will. I'm not I'm not Deshaun Jackson. I'm not I'm not trying to discredit you. This man has wills. Let him this- get underneath. Let him go across the middle. Don't let him get behind you. I don't understand this. Deshaun Jackson, 557 receptions. 9,762 receiving yards. He'll be over 10,000 yards receiving for his career. By the end of this season. By the, probably the next game or two, the way the Buccaneers are playing. But, see, this is the problem with 
Ryan Fitzpatrick playing the way that he is, uh, what does that mean? That. What, what what does that mean when Jameis comes back? If uh, let me tell you, I, I'll give you the simple answer. If Ryan, if they're four zero, and it's time for Jameis to come back, Jameis Winston will be sitting on the bench. But if and you're a coach, uh, why? We all know, Jim. We know when Ryan Fitzpatrick starts off hot like this. Teams get gaga and they go girly and uh, oh my god, you know, and then they but, give him the contract and he goes sour every time. I, I don't think they're gonna give him a contract, but you gotta ride his high hand out. If he makes it to five or six games, then he reverts back to Ryan Fitzpatrick that we expect and we've been waiting for since week one. Then Winston gets his job back. Exactly. At this you point, see. don't exactly. don't mess up chemistry. You you ride about long if he can get you if he can get you. Three and three and one, and then four games, and he started to look bad by the fifth and sixth game. You still within playoff contention, and you still possibly make a run. Dallas on the board. Dallas, ah, Dallas on the board. Dak Prescott deep to whoever number ten is. I'm sorry, I don't know who Dallas, but Dallas. Hey, Dak, Dak uh, uh, Collins called him out, and Dak just answered. It just went deep, so. I was about to say say the same thing about you. He he heard you. He called you out, man. <laughs> Let's jump into the four o'clock games. Breeze through these ones, fellas. Uh, the Rams dominated. That we only had to get in that. Rams dominated Arizona. That was yeah. a laugher, and that wasn't even really a game. Um, San Francisco beat Detroit. We picked they, that one. They tried their best. Jimmy G at the end of that game tried his best. To give the the ball to the Detroit Lions, he tried. He threw an interception that got called back for defensive holding, and the holding was on the other side of the field. Had nothing to do with the play. He got lucky. He got lucky, and then he took a sack that, and he had the ball kind of like out where it could have got knocked out. Jimmy G was lucky. He escaped with one today. Um, <laughs> we. BJ, you talked about it earlier. New England came into a game in Jacksonville. First time Jacksonville has ever beat New England in a regular season happened today. You witnessed history today if you watched that game. Um, New England was just lost. And I got absolutely lost. I got Tom Brady in fantasy. Crew, man, give me you got to give me something lower than cruise control because I don't know what they were on. They I guess they thought they were just gonna walk in there and walk over. Now it was I don't think I don't think they thought that at all. I I think they know they're smart enough to know what they're going against against Jacksonville. I just think that Jacksonville front seven was just too much for Bray. It, it, it got to a point where I you don't I, I I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I've been watching Tom Brady since he came in for Drew Bledsoe. Okay, it's very rare, very very rare. You could probably count it on. Your, your hands that Tom Brady is uncomfortable in the pocket. They're hiking him the ball and he's got he he's getting rid of the ball almost instantly. They they did all types of short routes and cuts so he could get rid of that ball. They were in his face all day and I've never seen him that uncomfortable. They did a shot of Bill Belichick on a line. I've never seen him with that look on his face like ah, well that's all the plays I got for today. What what else do we do? Never this, seen that. This is the problem that I had. Now, Blake Bortles looked superhuman. He was running. He was passing. The way he was standing back in the pocket and just picking them apart. I'm not used to seeing that with a New England defense. Bill Belichick is one of the greatest defensive minds ever to grace the NFL. So, 
if 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 he can't figure out how to stop Blake Bortles, like we got a problem. Is it just me and you, KG? Delonte here. Delonte, okay. I, I'm trying I'm to figure out who dropped off. But the thing is, KG, he did this in a in the championship game last year. He was rolling in the Blake Bortles was 29 of 45, 377, four touchdowns and an interception. That was today? That was today. Gee, mm-hmm. but we knock Blake Bortles all the time about not no. being very good, no pocket awareness. He can't man, he was doing everything. He was. He absolutely was. He gets he gets all the credit in the world because I, I picked New England to beat them in Jacksonville, but Jacksonville, the scores was 31 to 20, but that just doesn't show how they were how dominant Jacksonville Jaguars are. You gotta take them seriously now when you're talking about the cream of the crop in the AFC. They they, they definitely earned it today. No Leonard Fournette. Man. And they Man. still did that. Yeah, and big props to Jacksonville. I really, I had New England. Everybody across the board had New England. We all had New England because we just knew Tom Brady was gonna come in this thing, and, and you know he was gonna do his thing. But it was like something was wrong, something was off. Mm-hmm. Um, next game, <laughs> I say this one for last. Delonte, you run with this out the gate. Denver and Oakland, a nail biter. Just, but I, I had a feeling it was gonna be close. That feeling's gonna be close. It's division game. I don't want to talk about this. You said what? I said division game. Yeah, but no matter how early, how eight, uh, late in the season, we needed that. I, me personally, I, I I said I picked Oakland in this game, and I knew Oakland had this, but I got so mad when with just the prevent defense of Oakland late. Now, I understand you know you had a little space. But you let them come with a crossing pattern and pick up all those yards to kick the game-winning field goal. Then you get the ball back with six seconds. You would think, hey, drop back, throw it up, see if you can get a tip and run it in the end zone, something. Dirt car drops back, dumps it over the middle. Amari Cooper runs straight across the field, not a bounce. How can you accept yeah. that? As an Oakland Raider fan, I would be so goddamn pissed. Like, you just gave up. Oh, they pissed. They pissed, and he threw his he threw his arms up like, ah oh, hell. But it's like they just gave up, and and to be yeah. quite honest with you, Delonte, y'all walked out of there with a win by the skin of your teeth. I'm sorry. Oh, we, oh, oh yeah. We, we were, what we scored all our points in the second half. But a win is a win is a win. I can't take it away yeah. from you. Derek Carr was very 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 efficient today. Twenty nine of thirty two. 288 mm-hmm. with a touchdown. Amari Cooper targeted 10 times. He caught all 10 of them for a buck 16. Um, Martavius Bryant targeted four times, caught all four. I mean, it doesn't look like you didn't have too many too many drops from this Raider uh, receiving core. Jordy Nelson targeted four times, two receptions. I that has been the quietest. Uh, acquisition this far, uh, thus far this season is Jordy Nelson. He hasn't made any noise so far in Oakland. I don't know if they got to, you know, get a rapport between him and Derek Carr, but very but quiet you, so far. You know why it's so quiet? Because one half is feeling that Aaron Rodgers is not going to be the same without Jordy. The other half is like, well, Jordy's not that good because he had Aaron Rodgers. That's why he looks so good. But what people don't realize 
is Jordy always did the intangibles. And I'll say it all the time. I'll shout it from the mountaintops. Jordy Nelson is one of the best receivers in the league for his work ethic and his route running. Jordy Nelson runs one of the best deep sevens that anybody has ever ran in this league. Anytime you he goes on a pass pattern where Aaron Rodgers got in trouble, Aaron Rodgers rolled out. Where's Jordy Nelson? Headed to the sideline in that deep seven. Aaron Rodgers dropped it in. Jordy got his feet in. Catch, first down, let's keep the drive rolling. Tell me I'm lying because well, I got now, game tape to prove it. No, nah, I mean, I'm glad this is recorded. We can send this this clip to the Oakland Raiders so they know that. Maybe they'll figure out how to use them. Because, <laughs> because right now, he he looks he looks like he might as well be Cole Beasley. Pretty much. He, know, don't, I, he doesn't look superhuman anymore. No, nah, he doesn't. And I mean, of course, you got to give some credit. And I'm not discrediting Jordy, but you got to give a lot of to Aaron Rodgers because he's just that good. But I, you know, I think Jordy's a little bit better than what you know. I think Derek Carr is just used to Amari Cooper. You know what I'm saying? That's his go-to. And now uh, Jared Cook also is like a safety blanket. So hopefully they can work him in there because they work him in there and get another target, a legitimate target. Now you can't double down on Amari Cooper. You have to respect everything. So, well, hey Jim, you've been over there kind of quiet, man. I mean, I. I, I got the, you know, Roethlisberger's a bum, but, I mean, you've been kind of quiet there, man. Uh, <clears throat> well, you know, uh, I ain't got too much to say today. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's been a beautiful day. I'm going to give you a, a, a glimmer of hope, and this is from a diehard Pittsburgh fan like yourself. If you want to pack in the season after two games, go ahead and pack it in, but you got to give it a chance. Start off slow, and next thing you know, you're going to reel it off. Now, granted, in my opinion, I'm like, y'all not going to win a division anyway, but, you know, at least try to make the wild card. It's hope for you. Look, it's only two games. I, realistically, I know we probably go 13-3, 12-4, something like that. But it's just frustrating watching this all. Well, I think, I think that Pittsburgh is going to be one of those teams like Houston. They're going to get better as the season goes along. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if they're going to make twelve and four. I think they dug themselves a nice little hole. I have, I don't know, I don't have their schedule in front of me, but I'll be ready to talk about that next next uh, next episode we do. But I I give them ten and six this year. If no. they can get everything, if they can get everything on track, ten and six, nine and seven, and if they can get into wild card. Roka Juju Smith Schuster had 10 receptions that he was rolling. I think it was 10 for 121. So now you can't even focus on AB. You got to focus on both of them. And then you, um, Jim, is that you coming back? Yeah. What's your tight end name? Jesse James? Yeah, my man, Jesse James. Yeah, I was saying how, how Smith Schuster had 10 receptions for 121. Now they can't really just focus on AB. You got to cover all of them boys. Yeah, yeah. Just James looked good. They want Vance McDonald to be the man, but he coming back off a foot injury. But Jesse's the outlaw, man. I, I, I like Jesse, man. He's a good tight end. He just need to be given a chance. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to say something to you, Jim. And this is my honest to goodness truth. And this is what I feel. I believe that if uh, Le'Veon comes back, that's when y'all start y'all start rolling. I'm not nothing, nothing against Connor, nothing against him at all. But when you got Le'Veon, that's 
something else you got to prepare for. Everybody's like, okay, Connor's good, but we can stop him. But when it comes to Le'Veon, they're like, oh, uh, 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 what are we going to do? Uh, uh, shoot, um, um, um. They kind of scramble to try to stop. But me, did you see that one-handed catch Connor had on the sideline? No. Hey, the guy yeah, can, yeah, the guy I did. Can, yes, he did. The, yep. the guy can play, man. Yep. You know, think- it just he has less experience than Le'Veon. That's the exactly. only difference. Exactly. That's the only difference. Today, Le'Veon wouldn't have helped us at all. Only because we couldn't stop more defense. Exactly. Big Ben, 39 for 60, 452 yards, three touchdowns, mm. no interceptions. Now, those are not bum numbers. I, I I said that to you off air. Like, he led the league in passing today. That's – And that, I'm that, sorry, that, Smith-Schuster had 13 receptions for 121. A.B. had nine for 67. And Connor had five for 48. Jesse James, five for 138. So he was really effective. He was averaging uh, – the tight end, James, was averaging 27.6 yards a catch. The defense let him down. It's all about – now, where's the next big linebacker that's going to step up and step into that hole and take take a hold of that defense and become the next LeVon Kirkland, your Kevin Green, uh, your Joey Porter? You know, these guys kind of sort of sometimes came out of nowhere and took over these Pittsburgh defenses. Where, did, where is he at? Hey, this is, this is hey, the problem. Go ahead, Brian. No, nah, I'm sorry, Jim. Did, 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 wasn't, did Artie Burns or Hayden play today? Uh, Hayden didn't play because he has um... – he was hurt. Artie Byrne played and got smoked. Okay. But to be fair to him, he was left alone in coverage between two people, and he had to pick one. He couldn't have, you know, guard both. But okay. But Kevin, uh, I, I tell you, uh, uh, next linebacker may be Matthew Thomas from Florida State. The guy, the guy can run. Problem is, he's a rookie, so he needs time to develop. And the other guy I think gonna make a difference is Ola Adeni. Adeni. He's on injured reserve right now, so they expected him to come back, of course, by week eight to week ten. And I think he's gonna bump Bud Dupree and lock, and give us that pressure. Well, I'm just, I just I just that's the only thing that I feel is missing is that one inside linebacker that takes y'all to the next level, or that somebody in the secondary, like you know, y'all had Palomalu, y'all had Carnell Lake. Rob Wilson, you had big names in the secondary that made you scared to throw, but you didn't get a chance to throw anyway because the front seven was so good. Yeah. Uh, Joe Hayden. Was we lost Jim again. Yeah, we lost Jim again. again. All right, we're going we're gonna to email Anchor because this that's crazy, man. Right? Yeah. Um, Man, but, hey, we had a lot of great games today, a lot of good games, and then some that was just – Ugh. I can't say that. Who, who's the kicker for the Browns? Gonzalez? <laughs> Nobody. I'm in my in my in my on on that note. If he has a job, he cost them that game. I think he missed three or four field goals. That's the game for the Browns. That's the game. They 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 don't have to work even. Even if New Orleans comes back and scores that touchdown, that's 12 points. Tyrod Taylor did the impossible today. I got to give credit where credit's due. They needed a touchdown. This man, though, he, he, his arm strength's never been in question. He throws a bomb 
gets the touchdown on the board, 18 all. The PAT can put him up one. The boy misses the PAT. How? I don't know how, and I don't want to know how, but that's all I got for tonight. It's but, the Browns. You know what? The Browns and the Lions, and I hate to say it, they find ways to lose. They'll be in a game, do everything right, and they'll find a way to lose. This is a game they shouldn't have lost. So, with, with that, if you want to end on that, BJ, I'm going to say this. If I get a phone call tomorrow and everything works out and I can get to Cleveland for this trial, it'll be the sideline junkies featuring uh, Cleveland's new kicker, <laughs> Big KG. That's it. Because I'm going to get that job. Max, Max, Max they, you know how they had a field goal race joint on the TV? And they'd be like, with, with Kevin Giddens, you got to get to the 19-yard line. <laughs> they just, if they can just get to the 19-and-a-half-yard line, he's automatic from there. But see, the thing is, I, I, bring, I bring something else to the table. I can run a lot of trick plays. I can still run. I ain't scared to dive. I can run somebody over. So, you know, I bring a lot to the table. Oh, boy, I'm just laughing in my head thinking about all that, boy. See, the wild part, y'all hear him laughing, though. He laughing me out. I was going to ask him to be my agent. I'm not even giving him 5%. That's it. Hey, hey they, do a, they, do, they do the fake field goal, and the kicker keep it. He get hit, and he be like, I ain't never, ever, ever been hit like that in my life. Oh. <laughs> all right, y'all hear that. So, Jim, Delonte, if y'all set that up, y'all could be my agent since y'all really ain't laughing at me. <laughs> hey, look! I'm driving to Winnebago, man. I'm there. See, there it is. I'm there. Oh man! Well, fellas, we got anything else to touch on tonight? Man, I think that we got all the one in the fours. And what's it? Give me an update on the uh, the Cowboys Giants. It's still seven nothing. It's still seven nothing. Cowboys. Cowboys got the ball. Uh, trying to see where what side of the field they're on. They look I, like they. I, I think they're on John's side. Yeah, it looked like they're about to try to score again. So the Cowboys coming out with a little poise. So, yeah, hey, ain't looking good for the Giants. Yeah, ain't looking for good for the Giants right now. I, I picked the Giants. Uh, we all did. Good. So, well, with that being said, we'll end it right there. You want to listen to us right here on Anchor FM. Radio Public Breaker, CastBox, Google Play Music and Google Play Podcast, iTunes Podcast, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Podchaser. You want to get in touch with us? You can always hit us up on Twitter. Don't matter. Just tag the Sideline Junkies or something, and we in it. Sideline Junkies on Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, on Facebook, Sideline Junkies, colon, Podcast. Shoot us an email. Give us your feedback, your thoughts. Um, Show topics, we do it all. Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Hey, man. Great show, fellas. Until the next time. That's it. Peace out.